Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 152, How to Decipher Your Date with Science, Part 2, by Dr. Dylan Selterman with scienceofrelationships.com. Hello, Relationship Optimizers. This is OLD Relationships, and I'm Joss Marie, your very own personal narrator. Here on the show, I read to you every weekday from some of the best relationship blogs out there, just like an audiobook or audio blog. Today, I have the second part of a two-part mini-series by Dr. Dylan Selterman. So, if you're new here, you'll want to listen to yesterday's episode first to hear part one of the series. That's episode 151. Also, join our Facebook group if you'd like to get in touch with us or if you'd simply like to meet other like-minded people. All you have to do is search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join the group. Or, the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com Facebook. And with that, let's listen to part two of Dr. Salterman's post and continue optimizing your life. How to Decipher Your Date with Science, part two, by Dr. Dylan Salterman with scienceofrelationships.com. Number three, avoiding the possibility of you meeting their friends. For this point, The author simultaneously argues both sides of the issue regarding how soon your new romantic partner should meet your friends. The initial advice is that you shouldn't introduce your date to your friends too early because your friends will be overly critical and scrutinize every last detail of your date, perhaps leaving your date feeling uncomfortable and you with a worse impression of your new partner than before. First of all, there are no studies that support this claim. No research has scientifically examined the timing of when dates are introduced to friends and how that timing influences attraction or relationship outcomes. Second, this begs the question, what kind of horrible friends are these? Certainly not anyone that I know. Perhaps it would be best to keep your friends away from your dates if they're going to behave this way. But why would you want to be friends with people like that in the first place? The problem may not be introducing your date to your friends too early, but maybe that you need to make some new friends who are warm and friendly. Third, don't forget that you may be blinded by positive illusions in your relationships, meaning you may see your date as more awesome than they actually are, which is not necessarily a bad thing. 
By contrast, your friends, as observers, can see your relationships more objectively. That's why it's good to keep close friends at hand, to solicit their advice in your relationships. They can actually be better at predicting whether your relationship will succeed or end. Furthermore, having the approval of others in your social network, family, friends, is an important ingredient for the success of the relationship and your general health. Finally, it may be good to keep friends close by during the initial dating process because of a phenomenon known as cooperative courtship, what we commonly refer to as being someone's wingman or wingwoman. More specifically, women help each other more often by preventing romantic advances from undesirable men or by guiding each other away from those dudes. Whereas, men help each other by increasing access to women, helping to make it easier to attract potential romantic partners. Number 4. Scheduling Daytime or Early Evening Dates According to this gem, if your date is really interested, he or she will devote their prime time on Friday or Saturday night to hanging out with you. Again, there is no scientific study to support this claim. In general, for Westerners who structure their leisure time around the five-day workweek schedule, this is typically the norm for dating. But what about people who work night jobs? What about people who have family obligations? Perhaps taking care of a child or sibling or elderly parent on nights and weekends? What about people who are morning larks and prefer daytime activities like hiking and other outdoorsy stuff? For those folks who are not night owls, their sacred time is in daylight, and the most romantic time of day may be the sunrise. The point here is that there are substantial individual differences in how and when people prefer to date, based on their personalities, night owl, outdoor adventurer, and so on, financial constraints, and other variables. It would be false to assume that the correct way to date is during prime time on the weekend, there should never be a one-size-fits-all approach to dating. Instead, ask your date what they enjoy doing in their spare time and when they tend to have spare time. And then maybe you can find some mutual activities that you'd both enjoy while getting to know each other better. If you both really enjoy laser tag, but the nearest arena is only open during daylight hours, don't think your partner is brushing you off by suggesting that you go out during the day. If it's really important to you that you have a date during night hours, then you should make that suggestion. If your date says no, you should both keep in mind that relationships require accommodation in order to work, and you may each need to modify your behavior for the sake of a partner's needs. Scientists call this pro-relationship motivation. In a perfect relationship, both partners' needs would be completely mutual and in sync with each other, so neither person would have to change or sacrifice. This is very unlikely to happen in the real world, so the realistic solution is to compromise and alternate doing activities that your partner enjoys with those that you enjoy. One week go to Comic Con, the next week go to the ballet. What can I say? As a dude, I never got my tutu fix as a child, but my girlfriend in grad school was a dancer, so she took me to the Nutcracker and Romeo and Juliet, which I would have never otherwise gone to see. Then, we watched the episode of The Simpsons where Bart joins the ballet club. If your date never wants to try out your favorite activities, it could be that they aren't really that interested in you. 
giving you the brush off. Or maybe this person has poor relationship skills in general, meaning it's not you, it's them, for real. Both explanations are equally plausible. In conclusion, this Psych Today article contains a list of unscientific dating advice, perhaps based on anecdotal observations or experiences in the context of therapy. The author is a clinical psychologist. We hope that readers will critically examine this advice and other advice like this that litters the internet, because without the scientific method, it's impossible to know with confidence what a date's behavior really means. When people in the media make bold claims about behavior in relationships, your inclination should be to ask for supporting scientific evidence for those claims. Where's the data on that? If there is no evidence, perhaps those claims should be reconsidered. Or, perhaps you should seek advice elsewhere. You just listened to part two of the post titled, How to Decipher Your Date with Science, by Dr. Dylan Selterman with scienceofrelationships.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you so much to Signs of Relationships for letting us share this informative post with you today. The creators of Science of Relationships have a book that answers 40 of the most common questions about relationships, marriage, family, and parenting. You can find it right at scienceofrelationships.com book. They take expertise, add in a little research, and present things in an easy-to-read format. Again, you can find that right at scienceofrelationships.com book. Or I have it linked in this episode's description and at oldpodcast.com. Also, if you'd like to mingle with other people who may be facing similar challenges in the dating world, join our Facebook group. It's a great way to meet other like-minded people who may have some great advice for what you're going through. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join the group. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining me here on OLD Relationships for episode 152. And I hope to see you again tomorrow with a post from Steve Pavlina, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, 
come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.